This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, May 19. In Squiz Kids today, Australia tops plastic waste pile, arch collapse in the Galapagos, rugby sevens go for gold, and Ariana ties the knot. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. Australia's number one, but on a list that no country really wants to be the top of. A report yesterday revealed that Australia creates more single-use plastic waste per person than any other country in the world. We're talking single-use plastic shopping bags that you might find in the supermarket, single-use plastic forks or spoons or straws that you might find at your local takeaway, or plastic water or soft drink bottles. They're called single-use plastics because once they've been used, they're generally thrown away. And that has a really bad impact on the environment, often ending up in oceans or taking up space in landfill dumps. The problem with single-use plastics, according to the report, is that while they might be really convenient at the time we use them, the fossil fuels used to create them are really bad for the environment. And by their very nature... They are hard to recycle and often end up in landfill, where they don't break down, or in the world's oceans, where they cause havoc to marine life. According to the report by the Mindaroo Foundation, Australia produced 59 kilograms worth of single-use plastic per person in 2019, more than any other country in the world, more even than the United States and Britain. And that's not a number one spot anyone wants to brag about. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we find ourselves in the Galapagos Islands, a wondrous collection of volcanic islands in the Pacific Ocean that belong to a South American country called Ecuador. And it's there that one of the island's most famous landmarks has fallen into the sea. It's called Darwin's Arch, a natural rock formation in the middle of the sea, which collapsed over the weekend just gone due to natural erosion. Erosion is the process where wind or rain or sea gradually wears away rock until it falls down, and it's a perfectly natural phenomenon. Darwin's Arch is named after the famous British naturalist Charles Darwin, who visited the Galapagos Islands almost 200 years ago and recorded the dizzying array of wildlife that lives there. His time in the Galapagos was vital to the development of his very famous theory of evolution. But that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. In the meantime, I've stuck a link to a photo of Darwin's Arch in today's episode notes. The unveiling of the uniform that Aussie athletes will wear in the Olympic Games opening ceremony is always hotly anticipated. Which is to say, every Olympics 
It attracts a lot of attention and a lot of people with a lot of opinions about whether it's nice or ugly or stylish or deeply unfashionable. It's a thing. And yesterday, the Aussie uniform for the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony was revealed, and designers have gone for something classic, as the link in today's episode notes reveals. Blazer, shorts, and a simple white shirt for the blokes. Same for the girls with a jazzy neck scarf. Simples. But whether they actually get to wear it remains a moot point, which is a fancy way of saying it's not certain. That's because a new poll of Japanese citizens has found that almost 80% want the games postponed or cancelled. Because COVID. Watch this space. Speaking of Olympics, our gold medal-winning women's rugby sevens team flew to New Zealand yesterday to take part in this weekend's Trans-Tasman competition. It's been almost 500 days since either the men's or women's team have played another country. Because COVID again. Our Aussie women's team is hoping to break the four-match winning streak the Kiwis were on before COVID shut everything down. Go Aussies! Pop Culture Corner. If you were hoping to grow up and marry Ariana Grande, I'm sorry to tell you, someone has beaten you to it. The chart-topping pop star confirmed yesterday she had married her longtime boyfriend, Dalton Gomez, in a secret wedding ceremony in front of 20 of her friends. Now, why would someone get married in secret? Because when you're as big a celebrity as Ariana is, famous around most of the world, who you marry and when and how you do it is of massive interest. Go figure. And that means the media sometimes try to muscle in on your special day. And, well, nobody really wants that. Ariana's people, because everyone that famous has people, said the ceremony was small and intimate and that the room was full of love and everyone was happy. Including, it seems, Ariana's 235 million Instagram followers, who flooded the singer with messages of congratulations. for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What is the name of the islands where Darwin's arch rock formation has just collapsed? That's right, it's the Galapagos Islands. Question number two. To which nearby country has our women's rugby sevens team just flown to take part in a trans-Tasman competition? And the hint, the clue is in the question. That's right, it's New Zealand. Question number three. Name the pop star who just tied the knot, or should I say got married? That's right, it's Ariana Grande. Shout outs. It's May 19, birthday of footy player Andrew Johns, Aussie actor Claudia Carvan, pianist David Helfgott and singer James Rain. What an eclectic bunch. 
It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Zakai from Newcastle, Mac from Melbourne, Sophie from Kempsey, Monica and Olivia from Perth, Indiana from Capalabar, Isaac from Albany Hills, Nikita from Cranbourne, Kate from O'Connor, Bede from Haberfield, William from Hornsby, Isaac from Mornington and Sarah from West Leederville. And a belated birthday shout-out to Lachlan from Brisbane. And today's classroom shout-outs go to Class 5B at Launton State School, Class MG6 at All Saints College St Peter's Campus, Class 4B from Bell Primary School, Mrs Lisa Simpson's K01 Year 6 class at Settlers Farm Campus in Paralawi, and a special shout-out to Ms Spawn's Grade 2 class at Craigburn Primary School, who are receiving a special visit today from Squiz Kids' very own Amanda Bauer. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.